to Robin and Joa Save the World, One Book at a Time, a spoiler-free podcast sponsored by the good folks at Koros Books. That's Koros with a Q. Hello, everyone. I'm Joa. And I'm Robin. And let's find out what I would do. Let's play along, friends. What would Robin do in this episode? We will hear scenarios and find out the answer to what would Robin do. Joa, start us off. Yes. All right. So if you don't know, there is a what would you do game online, right? So you can find them. And in here, they have amazing questions. And this is a great party game as well to have when you get together. Or you can even do this through Zoom, actually, if you want. Okay. I will put that on the show notes. And I found this these genius questions here for Robin. So are you ready? Let's go. Oh, I can't wait. Okay. Number one. What would you do if you could if you could change or introduce a law? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know this will get you going. Question numero uno. I would change all of them. Um, I, I kind of would like to change all of them. Uh, let's see. One law? Just one. Okay. Here we go. Here's the law. Ready? Fathers are required to be fathers. Hmm. Mm. No, no more disappearing daddies. Mm. <laughs> Anywhere. All right. I may are have chosen badly. You See, may have to. I'm okay. going to think about that for the entire podcast and now wonder. I think there were a lot of laws I would change. So, okay. Okay. Okay, go on. That's, that question was too serious. Something lighter. Okay, okay, okay. What would you do if you would never have to sleep again? Oh, I would be delighted. <laughs> okay. Secretly, I would never like to eat again. I would like to forego eating. So if I could forego eating and sleeping and still be alive and healthy and energetic, that would be amazing. Um, I would literally work around the clock. That is sort of the truth. I would work morning, noon, and night. I'm not saying it's a good strategy. In fact, I'm saying it's not a good strategy, but it is true. It is nice when you love your work, but it does become all-encompassing. Oh, I would love to. Oh, I, that's kind of a dream. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Hi. glad you like this question. I so much prefer this question. <laughs> so I, you will be like a vampire then? Oh, well, currently like a vampire. But <laughs> I, instead of sleeping, you know, uh, in the sunlight hours, <laughs> I would just wouldn't sleep. <laughs> Okay. I have another question. Okay. And this, this kind of ruins what you just said, but okay. Oh. What would you do if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life? Oh. Oh. Hmm. 
if I could only eat one food, dun, par- dun, dun. a part of me, a part of me would kind of like it because it eliminates decisions and hopefully it would eliminate cooking. I would try to choose something. Ah. <laughs> you knew you knew that was coming. Yeah. What would it be if I could only eat one food? Coffee does not count as food. It's a drink, so it's okay. <laughs> Coffee is safe. And tea also. Um I honestly think I mean, of course I would get bored over time, but I don't know. Eating just seems like so much work. So maybe I would welcome it. It's not maybe that eating is so much work. It's, you know, shopping and preparing yeah, and cooking and, and everything. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. All my favorites. Woo. So I might be a fan. Would it be like a food group or one particular? No, food? just one. So some of the options may be. Mm. I would start crying. I would choose to get tube fed, kind of like um, Project Hail Mary tube feeding mm-hmm. things, only eating my favorite food for the rest of my life. Hmm. I think I would just eat one particular food, not necessarily even my favorite food, but one particular food for the rest of my life. I know I would get bored. I know it would be terribly boring. But it would be really nice to eliminate decision fatigue. And yeah, if it came in a packet, pre-mixed, pre-measured, I could just swallow it down. It wouldn't be the yes, worst. Yes. It wouldn't be the worst thing. I might really be okay with that, actually. <laughs> For a while. Then probably I would miss, you know, texture or flavor yeah. or something yeah. terribly. But for a short time anyway, I'd probably be a big fan. I'd probably tell everyone, oh, this is great. You should do it. You should do it. And then like two months later, like, oh, this is terrible. (laughs) I never have done it. So, yeah. You got to try this tube feeding. It's great. (laughs) Packet feeding, not tube feeding. Signing up for tube feeding. feeding. That's pretty rough. But, uh, yeah, packet feeding. What would you do, Joa? Let's put the question back onto Joa. All these really hard questions. Oh, um, I would, I could eat potatoes for the rest of my <gasps> life because there's so many different ways of cooking it. I think yes. I can, I can get pretty creative with it, but potatoes. Yeah. I know I will become deficient on certain things when it comes to nutrients, minerals and, and, you know, and all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, nothing, a multi multivitamin supplement couldn't fix maybe. Right. I but love potatoes. It. Yeah. I already I'm love in. them. So yeah, I'm in. Let's go on the potato. The, no, we're not promoting any diet here. No need for diet. Okay. okay. We hate diets, by the way. We, we hate, hate diets. Yeah, with a passion. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next question. What would you do if you can transform yourself into an animal? <gasps> okay. I like this question. I want to fly. Even though I am terrified of heights, I want to fly because then it would be instant transportation, right? Oh, and I could see all the pretty views. I want to be a bird, maybe like an owl. I don't want to be like an aggressive bird. I don't want to hurt bunnies or anything like that. So maybe I could be a vegetarian or a vegan owl. (laughs) I love this answer. This is so you. I don't want to be an aggressive bird. Bunnies are my friends. <laughs> peace, love, and joy. Oh my goodness. An owl with a peace sign on the chest. That is Robin. Oh. Yes. 
That is absolutely Robin. Robin that is Robin owl, all day. The peaceful owl. Yes. Robin the peaceful owl. I love it. Yes. And if I can be orange, even better. Yes. Robin the peaceful orange owl. Ooh. Who flies around admiring the views yeah. and spreading oh. joy throughout the land. Oh, you can come visit me, Robin. Yes. Oh, I could. Yes. I will I feed you that. ice cream. No, you got to feed me potatoes. Oh, potatoes. <laughs> yes, potatoes, potatoes. Potatoes. I love uh, that. This is so funny. Okay. <laughs> Next question. Okay. What would you do if you could be invisible to the human eye? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I'd get in a lot of trouble. So I'm a curious sort of person. And my curiosity knows no bounds. Like my curiosity is never sated. I always am more curious. So I think that would be a very bad idea for me. And I wouldn't be pervy about it, though. I'm probably like the only person on earth who would not be pervy because I don't want to see any of that. Mm-mm, keep your business away. I can see you turning around, even invisible, when people are stepping out of the house, when people start doing naughty things. Like, oh, oh I, I my leave, time is done. I would leave the building, probably leave the block. I don't want to see your business. No, no, thank you. But, but I mean, like, if I could listen, maybe it would be hard, though. You know what just occurred to me? So you're invisible. And mm-hmm. you're listening in on some big conversation. All those conversations. And, yeah. yeah. And you realize like either some flaw or some mistake, or you have some great idea to contribute. Yeah. Only I would overanalyze this game this much. <laughs> Overanalysis with Robin <laughs> Castle. Uh, but like, that could be really frustrating, I think. So... Yeah, but it could be kind of. But imagine all the too? conversations. You can do whatever. You're invisible to the I'm human a, eye. I'm an orange potato eating, <laughs> peace loving owl who flies and is invisible. I like it. Oh, that's good. If I'm invisible, no predators will will come. No, for me. no. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Oh I like my it. goodness! All the conversations. Okay, here it is. The next one, numero siete. What would you do if you could change just one event in history? <gasps> oh. Oh. No human being would ever have owned another human being anywhere at any time. The world would be completely different. The world would be vastly different. Yes. All, all parts of the yes. world would be different. Mm-hmm. Uh, that That's a great uh, borrado, you know. Yeah, that's a great um, erasure. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. Let's take that out of history. Yes. Mm-hmm. Completely agree. In fact, Joa, there's at the very least a great short story there, but wouldn't that make a wonderful TV series? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. A revisionist history. A purpose yes. revisionist history. Revisionist history, yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. How do you think how do you think 
the world would would have turned out if that were to to be true where that never happened you know the enslavement of no one it's so vast it's a lot to really think about because it affects all corners of the earth mm -hmm. right i i i would have to think about it but i i, I think there could be a wonderful story to tell there mm -hmm. about human dignity and about human potential yeah, yeah. Could be a really beautiful story. Oh, yeah. like what someone, would it, it someone it do makes, that? It makes me think of what it will really what it will really look like to be really truly equal. Mm-hmm. You yes. know. Can you imagine that? Would we have race and questionnaires? Would we have gender and questionnaires? You know, oh, would we yes. Yeah, imagine. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that would be wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. These so, questions, Joa. My goodness. I know, right? These Deep are party questions. Yes. <laughs> I can't. I can't help it. I, I. I go too deep. I'm sorry. All Bring right. Back to my orange potato loving owl. Let's go. <laughs> Number eight. What would you do if you didn't have to work for a living? <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Okay, you asked, I'm going to say. So yeah. if I didn't have to work for a living, I assume I have some kind of independent wealth, okay? Because I don't have to work for a living. Mm -hmm. So that independent wealth, I have a couple answers. Number one, they're going to be very selfish. Brace yourself. I am going to have a swimming pool. <laughs> this is so selfish, but it's okay. It's okay. I can, I, I work hard. I can have nice things. It's okay. I, I want to have an indoor lap pool so that I can swim uh, year round. I, indoor is a key word in Ireland. <laughs> so that'd be good. Uh, I would, uh, so I would swim and I would write. I would always write. Always, always, always. And I would, uh, I want to, a friend and I, every once in a while, talk about, uh, how do I say this? Uh, we kind of want to fund some, you know, in many locales, there are sort of secret societies that help domestic violence survivors to leave and to establish new lives in a different location that is safe for them. Okay. And we would kind of like to, uh, maybe help out with that and provide some safe locations in various locations. Hmm. Oh. You know, I don't know. I'm sorry. I am not a simple person. That's becoming very clear. I have to complicate <laughs> everything. <laughs> I should have just said, you know, I would paint. I don't know. <laughs> well, no, these are perfect questions for you because now we get to know you. What would you oh. do, Joa? Oh, this is a very interesting question. I have a feeling, this is a little inkling, but I have a feeling that you take the spa away from Joa or Joa away from the spa and <laughs> give Joa about six months of like cellular level <laughs> detox. And I have the feeling Joa is like another person. Like you're going to have yes. to give her a new name because she's yeah. going to be completely different. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I keep talking about this with my husband, you know, when that time comes and I 
I'm fully away from that. Yeah, it would be completely mm. different. If I didn't have to work for a living or, or do the job that I have, I would literally travel and write. And, mm. um, and then once I'm done doing that, I will have um, land where I can house um, puppies and cats and animals that <gasps> have been left behind oh. or that need, um, you know, need a place to be so that way they can free be free and enjoy you know their lives there so that's what i would do yeah i love that and she would you know what joe is not just saying that joe has 27 animals living in her house already it's not even a joke <laughs> my husband keeps saying we're at capacity we are at capacity and he's even saying like the second home that we buy has to have a bigger yard because he was like the way that you're going this is not gonna work out i love that i love that i didn't realize i, I don't know why but i i didn't realize that there are animals that are that are very hard to find homes for. Yes. Um, even my little Kit Kat. My little Kit Kat is three-legged and doesn't get along well, period, with anything. <laughs> That's like a full sentence. But when I met her, I was told she liked humans, lies, and doesn't get along with other cats. <laughs> but like it she was in a foster home and they weren't even looking, they were just looking for another foster home for her. They didn't Aww. even think they would find a home for her. Yeah. And, you know, it's a different kind of a relationship. Um, you get used to someone just running up and biting you randomly. It becomes okay. <laughs> she's lovely. She runs very hot and cold, but, but I love her. I love her deeply and profoundly. Oh my goodness. She sounds Joy. like Escondida. Oh, she's really, she's a piece of work. She's a piece of work. But I do love her. No. I do. And we do all that Jackson. Do you do all that Jackson Galaxy stuff and all the, we do all the stuff they say online to, uh, and on Discourage shows. that behavior. Oh, yeah. yeah. It has no impact, whatever. <laughs> none. None, none, none. It's funny because all three of us like the cat. All three of us in the house currently like the cat. So everybody plays with her. You know, Jackson Galaxy, if you've ever seen, he has that show, My Cat from Hell. And he gives advice yes. about cats. And he's great. He's wonderful. He's great. But his big advice is always play with your cat, play with your cat, play with your cat. So <laughs> I play with the cat for about 20, 25 minutes a day until she's exhausted and just goes to sleep. My husband plays with the cat even more. And my daughter plays with the cat. And still, the cat is a monster. <laughs> and she's like three pounds. You can fit her in one hand. And she is She'll a monster. She'll find the energy. Yeah. <laughs> she's a monster. But we love her. Anyway, I would like to, I would do that too, Joa. Your land can be next to my land because yeah. I would like to have um, like alpacas. A lot of people in Ireland have alpacas. They use the wool to make like sweaters and things like that. Woven goods. Woven. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know if woven is the correct word, but you know, goods. Yeah. And um, knit goods maybe. And, yes, yeah. but sometimes it's the same scenario, you know, sometimes it has some kind of issue and it's harder to find a home for it. So it can just come hang out with us and the owls. I want to yeah. have barn owls. I'm trying to get, 
Friends, if anyone is listening in Ireland, I have been trying to get barn owls for the longest time. I live in a perfect habitat. I will build several different houses for them. Never fear, away from the prevailing winds. I live right on farmland, so there's tons of animal feed that is out at all times. Thus, there will be tons of food for barn owls. (laughs) So... But they don't, I contact and contact them and they don't reply. So I'm trying to find out. Yeah, they are endangered. And um, anyway, so that's for friends in Ireland. If you know, please, please let me know because I really would like to provide safe shelter for a nice family of barn owls. There you are. Yeah, you can have your sanctuary, animal sanctuary. That's what it's called. Yeah, yeah. You can have your sanctuary. I'll have my sanctuary. Maybe one of us will have goats. And we will milk them. Yes. Little yes. dwarf dwarf Ooh. pygmy goats Ooh. are very common in Ireland. Yes. Anyway. Okay. I know. More questions. Let's go. <laughs> I know. All right. Next one. What would you do if you meet an alien? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> These questions are rough. <laughs> I would try to say hello. <laughs> but how? I would, okay, so you know how like in the animal kingdom, if you make direct eye contact, it's considered Mm -hmm. to be aggressive, so I would not Mm -hmm. make eye contact, because I wouldn't want to think I was aggressive. I would try to convey like a relaxed posture, and I would try to maybe offer it like an apple with both hands, like both hands, like flat palms up kind of offered an apple. Not that that's its preferred food, but that I'm giving it a gift with flat palms up so it sees I have nothing to hide. Yeah, yeah. That is a very specific answer I just gave. (laughs) Probably I could have said, make friends. (laughs) Yeah, or you could have said that, yeah. (laughs) I'm complicated, friends. (laughs) This is not an act. (laughs) Can you imagine living with me? Oh, sainted people live with me. (laughs) This complicated all day. This is why I can't fill out forms. I had a wonderful conversation with a different daughter about the fact that, you know, like standardized tests? Yes. Like the SATs Mm -hmm. or, you know, uh, like the leaving cert exam or everything like that. O levels, A levels, everything. I am terrible at those types of exams because I can always see a case to be, I could make a case for every answer Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and no one right answer uh, stands out to me. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Now, you know, my husband tells me I think about it too hard. Um, And sometimes I think I I just, so it weirds me out. And I always like eye it with like, um, narrowed eyes when I see a question that seems too easy because mm. I feel like it's a trick because there's there has to be more to it. And, um, you know, and then I ask more questions to see if that is really what they're trying to ask for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. See, creative, like yeah. deeply creative people, I just think don't do well. No, on multiple on exams choice. like that. Exams. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. That just yeah. gives one answer to, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, on to the next one. Okay. 
Oh God! Oh no! Nothing oh, too dark. No. Wait, wait, no, yeah, yeah, dark. no, no, no. Oh, <laughs> what would you do? I love this. What would you do if you could control your dreams? <gasps> I love this one. Yeah. Okay, I love it too. I would. One thing I would want to do is to sort of set up a dream like my book and mm -hmm. experience Ooh. it in living color through my dreams. That would be amazing. What if I could dream like the answers to problems, like bigger Ooh. problems? Like how can we feed the world? And I could yeah. go and dream it. Wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fly because I'm an owl and I could fly <laughs> with my potatoes on my back. <laughs> and I could drop the solution off you know, in various places where in the world, yeah. Yes, wouldn't that be amazing? That would be amazing. Oh my goodness, yes. Oh, love this is amazing. I love this answer. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. You ready? Okay, wait. I want to make one more comment. Yes. I do already believe that our this is going to be a lot of information, friends. If you're not, if you're driving, just turn this off right now. <laughs> You need to be seated, maybe take a deep breath. Don't hold a beverage. I already believe that our souls come out at night and dance. So if like if, when I go to sleep and you go to sleep, maybe sometimes at night our souls come out and dance with each other. It's not place located because it's your soul. It can be anywhere. And so, yeah, that's what I believe. Your souls come out at night and dance. Yes. The souls They're come out at night. Yes. Okay. I am a hippie. Now you know. <laughs> <laughs> hippie dipper. Next question. What oh. would you do if you were left on an isolated island? Oh, okay. Do I have anything with me? Do I have any implements, tools, anything, potatoes, anything? <laughs> no, no, just you. Nothing. Just yeah. you. Just you. <laughs> I better have a tree because I would do it real quick. Um, let's assume this island is like, like Gilligan's Island. Okay. Let's assume this island is like off the coast of Ireland. Okay. So it has a yes, yes. home climate that I could possibly survive. Yes. Uh, I would try to engage in fishing. And I would try to create, you see, I went through a period where I watched a lot of survival shows, friends. I know you <laughs> don't expect that from me. I get it. <laughs> right. But I would try to make a sand filter for the water so that I could make the water potable. It takes a really long time. So you have to do that right away. I would try to collect dry wood and, and spin it really fast in my hands so that it created friction and would make a fire. And then if I did that, I, there's a way to make a, a filter where you boil the water and make it potable. You can boil um, salt water and make it potable. And yeah, I'd be fishing. I'd try to find some coconuts. I'd try to find some, it's coconuts, Robin. Most <laughs> of Ireland, come on. Okay. So there's not going to be coconuts. Okay. Um, what would there be? Hmm. Mm. I would forage. There might be, ooh, there might be wild strawberries. There might be wild berries like bilberries or I would look for wild berries and, and fish. And I'll tell you the truth. 
I'd probably be just fine on my own for a few days <laughs> because I am really that introverted. I really am. And then I would get bored and in my boredom, I would become creative. I would maybe try to build a shelter. Maybe or... talk to a bowling ball. Yeah, right. Talk to a bowling ball. <laughs> or a volleyball. Or... Yeah, a volleyball. Yeah, that's what it Being is. Being an owl. Eventually, I would just fly away. <laughs> All right, hold on. I got to grab my breakfast order. It's out of my door. Hold on, hold on. I'll be real quick. Her breakfast order has come to the door. Friends, Joa knows how to live. Joa is living the life. She has ordered her breakfast. It is at the door. It's going to be hot and steamy. <gasps> this is, yes. This is a dream. That's what I should have said when I could have my dreams. What if our dreams did come true? I would uh, perhaps have the breakfast at the door. That would I'm be back. I'm yeah. Having, hey, I'm the, the, the breakfast at the door. Cause yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the black cats that I feed, I, I feed the cats outside too that hang around. And there is, there's a black cat that always comes around. And he was already eyeballing my order. I was like, Ooh. no, not this one, buddy. I'm going to get you other food, Ooh. but not this one. <laughs> he was after your pancakes. Don't, yeah, touch, pancakes. don't touch the pancakes now. Uh, I'll feed it something else. I'll be feeding them later shortly. Okay. Are you ready? I'm not sure. Some of these have been very hard. <laughs> no. Okay. This one should be easy. Okay. What would you do if you found $1,000 on the street? Uh, so I'm walking down the street and I find $1,000. Mm-hmm. If I found $1,000 on the streets where I live, I'd be very surprised because we use the euro. <laughs> that would be very <laughs> odd. Oh, this is even a better question. Some tourist has dropped their money mm-hmm. and I would be very surprised because I don't live in a place where tourists even think about coming. <laughs> like, actually, I live in a place most tourists couldn't find because I live on an unnamed road. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so sounds like here? a mystery novel. So what it would you does. do? <laughs> so I kind of maybe. So let's assume I'm in. Let's assume I'm in Dublin where there's a lot of tourists, okay? And I see a thousand US dollars on the road. They were US dollars, I'm assuming. Yes. And I would uh, try to look around and see if there were any any Americans who I uh, would see if there were any Americans around and ask if they were missing anything. That's what I would ask. I would ask if they were missing anything. Ooh. It's funny. This kind of happened to me once. You know, when you're old enough, everything has happened to you once. <laughs> so I, I was just, you know, coming home from work, tired. It was like dusk, you know, so it wasn't very light out. And I kicked something and I looked down. I was really surprised because I was just in the parking lot. There shouldn't have been anything there. And I'd walk there a hundred times, you know, with nothing. And it's this big, chunky wallet. It's Ooh. so thick. It's like thicker than the thickest hamburger. Okay. With the bun. and. I was just shocked and I looked around, there's nobody outside. So I pick up the wallet and I start walking inside the building and I'm thinking, and there was really, I really, there was really nobody outside. I looked uh, to see if somebody was like sitting in their car about to leave. There was nobody. 
and there was no sound. So it wasn't like somebody had just left either. So I have this wallet in my hand and I go inside as an apartment complex. Okay. I go inside the apartment complex and I have this wallet and I'm like, I guess I have to look at the driver's license. I'm kind of like staring at it, trying to figure out what to do. And it was kind of heavy. It was like full of money, honey. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm going to look at the driver's license and maybe see, maybe they live here or maybe I can call them. Right. And a guy comes, a big guy, like a big guy, like the rock kind of muscular football playing big guy comes rushing toward me out of nowhere, says, give me that and grabs the wallet out of my hand and walks away. Oh God. How rude. Isn't that so weird? Like, you're welcome. Hey, you're welcome. (laughs) Here's your wallet guy. Here's your wallet guy. And and after that, every time I would see him, you would think, (laughs) this is so weird. You would think he would be nice, but he would visit somebody who lived there. He didn't live there, but he would visit somebody. And and he would like snarl, like literally snarl at me. Golly. (laughs) Okay. You're nice. You're nice. Well, when I saw that question. (laughs) Am I a Debbie Downer today? (laughs) No, no, no. No, because yes, I, when, when I, I saw, I'm sorry when I saw that question, the first thing that I thought I was like, "This is kind of like a mystery novel or a mystery movie," you know, like you 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 see a lot of co- cash in front of you, and then you see like a person walking away, let's say with a you know with a jacket, a red jacket, and whatnot, and then you try to go after them, grab the cash, and try to go after them, but they get into this um into this pub and then next thing you know like shots are being fired (gasps) and then they're down on the floor and 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 then you run away but what you don't know is that somebody was watching you grab this this wad of cash and then when you go look at it it's a message in the cash that you have to put together um to figure it out isn't that like please write this story i want to read this story (laughs) seriously please kindle vela this story That's what I got from this question. I was like, wow, yeah, that would be great. Yeah. So let me ask you, Joa, you find a thousand USD. There's no one around. No one ever comes and claims it. Now it's yours. What do you do? This is, this is, this is bad. So what would I do? Oh my goodness. I I think I will buy something for my puppies and my cats. And. I will wait because that it has happened to me, but not with this amount of money. And I usually wait to see if somebody claims it or I go back to the area and see if somebody puts like a, a note or, you know, or a flyer or something about it. And then when that doesn't happen, then what I usually do, I see it as a blessing. So I spend it on, on something other than me because it's kind of like a blessing. So I either buy my son, my husband, or definitely the dogs and the cats, something with it. But you deserve a blessing too. It could be by yourself. I know. Yeah, I don't know why I don't do that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You deserve presents. You deserve (laughs) things. Yes, completely right. I should get myself something. Yeah. Should. When when I was in graduate school, there was a student who lost funding suddenly through no fault of their own. 
and maybe through some fault of others, <laughs> but through nothing they had done wrong. And suddenly, you know, they had like a lot of expenses of tuition and living and it was very stressful. And so we would hide. I hope it's okay to admit, this is like a long time ago, so it's okay to admit this now. So we would hide money in places that only they would find it. Oh, <laughs> And like, you know, there'd be like, like a five over here, you know, they would go out. In those days, we still had textbooks, like physical textbooks. So this is a long time ago. And like, we would put money in their textbook. We would put money. If they snuck out, it was funny too, because if they went to the bathroom, like during a break it, between classes, people would like scatter like ants. <laughs> and then, and we were trying to put money in places where they would find it at very obvious places. And then we would look very guilty faced when they came back. <laughs> and it happened so often that they started, like, it started, you know, they started wondering what was going on. But, but, um, but yeah, but that went on for a while. Aww. We realized we had to be more strategic about it because yeah. at first it was like a deluge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah. That's nice. That's nice. You know, I like that story because sometimes, you know, when, when people are in the down and out, they need that miracle to happen. And, yes. you know, sometimes we are the miracles. We can make the miracles happen. I like that. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's a great feeling, especially. Mm -hmm. You know, when there are other people in on it and you're working to help someone in a way that doesn't embarrass them or make them feel small, there, there's a real beauty yes. in that. It's really yes. nice energy to be part of. Yes. Oh, yeah. I love that. That makes me feel very mushy and happy inside. And they graduated. <laughs> they, they stayed. Their yes. credit, they're very hardworking credit. They stayed and they graduated. So good for yes. them. Yes. 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 Yes, good for them and the people mm -hmm. that help them as well. Mm. Mm. Okay, well, next question. And I think with this question, you may be able to either redeem or upgrade the, your first question. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh -oh. What, what would you do if you were God? Okay, boys <laughs> and girls. <laughs> Let me tell you a few things. <laughs> First of all. Hmm. Why you sound like that though? <laughs> Is that how God sounds in your in your body? <laughs> no, she has a high-pitched voice. Ah, there we go. <laughs> I'm sure of that. God the creator uh, is a woman. So where would I start? I, because I feel like this is a whole cosmology. This is a whole world building thing. I would build it. I would build a kinder, gentler world and I would do it immediately. Like I would take us all out. I would pluck us out of this world and I would put us in a kinder, gentler world where our souls could learn lessons, but maybe in a gentler way, which I don't know. Maybe that's not, I don't know, but I, where it's just nicer for all of us and kinder and gentler for all of us. And maybe our souls evolve a little more slowly or I don't know, but that's instantly what I would do is make everything nicer for everybody. And I would kind of, I'm sorry, but I, the idea of gender is just kind of odd to me. 
And the idea of race, you know how silly the idea of race is when you talk to like Latinos who, (laughs) do you know what I mean? Like you can look at your family tree and go, well, (laughs) we're everything. (laughs) (laughs) And I like to do that in a Southern accent for a particular reason. So let me keep going, okay? Yeah, those boxes really like just... Ever since I got to the U.S., those boxes are like, what do I put here? And I started putting other because I didn't fit into any of those boxes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, I would just get rid of all that. We don't need those labels anymore. I don't know that we ever needed those labels, by the way, but those labels don't fit us. We have outgrown that. We don't have to be scared about... You know, if somebody isn't perfectly ticking a box, I don't think in my whole life I've ever perfectly fit into one box. Look, it's okay. Everything is fine. So we can just carry on with a bit more breathing room for all of us. I do mean for all of us. Oh, I love your utopia. This is awesome. (laughs) I can see you like above in the universe, just sprinkling, you know, orange fairy dust all over (laughs) you know and then all of a sudden you see all the the color changes you see a softer hue you know and all the humans looking around at one another and then their mentality changes and then everything is like wow yes that's completely right yeah i hope (laughs) i sprinkled some of that orange fairy dust into my mystery because yay (laughs) i wanted to bring more humanity into a mystery like the murder is not just a oh there's a body (laughs) a murder is like the loss of a person and it has Mm -hmm. it has meaning and consequence and I wanted to do that and I wanted to also take people who may be in a rough situation and put them in a nicer situation and have it all make sense and have some hope for the future that's exactly what my book ends with is great amounts of hope for the future. I thought that was very important. I love that. And your book, Related by Murder, has an orange book cover. Oh, yes. That's a gift (laughs) gift to every booktuber who has a rainbow bookshelf. You're welcome. Orange is the hardest cover color to find. Now it exists. You're welcome. There you go. Yes. That's your gift to all booktubers out there. (laughs) Go cop that book. Grammars everywhere. You're welcome. Yes. Absolutely. Put put that thing on TikTok, would you? Yes. (laughs) Yes. I have to get on TikTok. Yes. Yes. Well, I I put it in there. So don't worry. I know. And I really appreciate it. it. That was a nice gift. Yeah, that was a lovely gift. And I appreciated that. All right. Are you ready? This is going to be my last question for you. (gasps) Yeah, I can study, but I think I can do it. I'm ready. Okay. 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 This is a three-part question because I'm going to ask you, what would you do if you were giving three wishes? What would you wish for? Three wishes. Oh, world peace. Hmm. What would I wish for? World peace, for sure. Um, Dignity and respect for the individual humanity of every individual, every single individual. And I want to cure all disease. Can I cure all disease? You can Can do whatever you want. It's your your three wishes. Yes. There you go. (laughs) Yep. I'm pretty good about that, too. Yep. Mm -hmm. 
I like it. Yes. I love these answers for you. They're so you. They're so <laughs> on brand. <laughs> okay. So I hope everybody get to meet our potato eating um, orange feathered <laughs> owl that is Robin. <laughs> God, but isn't your utopia like the best? That that is a world we should strive for, anyways. So yeah, and wishes we should be um, lighting up candles for every day. Yes, I agree. I agree. Come join me in my utopia, mm -hmm. and sign up for her newsletter. Oh, <laughs> that's your new you. You know, that's your small utopia right there for your you know newsletter subscribers. You know, it really is. It yeah. really is a wonderful community of supportive, kind people. So yeah, mm -hmm. it really is a utopia. It's true. Yeah, it's in a safe and kind environment. Yeah, absolutely. So, Non-judgmental environment, which we all need. God, we all need that. Absolutely. <sighs> that's me absolutely. exhaling. Yes. Hmm. Well, all right. This was very interesting in the future. Did you future. like that? Did you like I it? I liked it. It was yeah. harder than I thought, but I liked it. Yeah, yeah. And it's all a party game. And I'm going to put it on the show notes, but it's it's from a website um, that is What Would You Do? It's, uh, they're calling it um, a fun game to play with your friends. I think you can play this really through Zoom, you know, um, Skype, even if you're not close, you know, physically close with your friends or in the same geographical area. I think this is a great game to play. I'm still thinking about being on the island and how I'm going to handle it. <laughs> I don't know. Over time, I see it'll be problematic. <laughs> I know you're going to be thinking about these questions and answers probably for the rest of the day. <laughs> I really am. Second you're going to be mulling myself. over it. Yes, yes. yes. Oh, Overanalyzing. Yeah. Undoubtedly. Second guessing. Yeah. Coming up with other answers. More complicated <laughs> answers. Absolutely. That will be occurring without any doubt. Oh, friends, if you have answers to any of these or yes. other what would you do questions, do leave us a voice message. It is at the bottom of the show notes. There's a quick link. Boop. Just press that and oh. leave your message. Yeah. But until then, friends, until then, it is time for Joa and I to save the world. One book at a time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Take care. Bye.